Welcome everyone. Hello, good morning. You're listening to Dr. Henna on Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. We're on 107.9 FM in Huddersfield and the surrounding areas of West Yorkshire, DAB, Manchester, Birmingham, Glasgow and Cambridge. Almost said that wrong there. We are on an app on your phone, the Radio Sangam app. If you haven't downloaded the app, get it now. It's got some brilliant new features, including the ability to listen back to some of the awesome shows that we've got on here, including mine. Or you might be listening online, www.radiosangam.co.uk. How are you all this morning? Um, the weather is a little bit brighter, a little bit warmer. The sky is that little bit bluer and I really think that that makes a difference in mood, doesn't it? Even though we're still in very different times. So as you know, if you listen to me every week, you know that I do different topics every single week. Um mainly medical things but sometimes i like to have different guests in as well to get different perspectives on life this morning is one of those days so this morning i'm going to be talking to the winner one of the winners of the second series of race across the world which was a show um that was broadcast on bbc um we'll talk about it if you haven't seen it before, we'll tell you a little bit about what the show was. But uh, I'm going to be talking to Iman Chowdhury. Um, unfortunately, can't come into the studio because of COVID restrictions. But we're going to have that interview or that chat over the phone shortly. Hope you guys are all doing okay. If you want to message into the studio, if you've got any questions for me, if you've got any questions for him once he starts talking, or if you just want to let me know how you're doing this morning, it's always lovely to hear from my listeners. The number to WhatsApp or text into the studio is 07444202155. That's 07444 202155 the messages come up on a screen on the system um, it's not like a little phone that we've got next to us so we can see them directly when the messages come in last week I had a message asking me uh, uh, the same person messaged a couple of times asking me to play this song by uh, at the festival called Dil Diangala and I didn't have time to play it last week so I don't know if you're listening because they didn't put their name on but um, I said if I had time I'd play um, I'd play it this week so I'm going to play it for you now uh, you see I'm true to my word so this is Atif Aslam Dil Diangala and I will be back with you after this stay with me stay tuned this is Dr. Henna on Radio Sangam 107.9 FM Pakki yariyon 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 main honde na fasle E narazgi kaagzi sari teri mere sohneya sun le meri dil diyan galla ਸਤਾਏ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਕਿਉਂ ਦਿਖਾਏ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਕਿਉਂ 
के रखा अखा ते सजा के तू मेरी वफा रख अपना बना के मैं तेरे लिया तेरे लिया यारा ना पावी कद दूरिया
You're listening to Radio Sangha 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. So this morning, a little bit of a different show. I know I do health topics every week, but I also think it's important to talk about different things as well. And I like to hear different stories from people. And I really love to hear about people doing things maybe a bit out of their comfort zone. And I I always tell um, or suggest to people, if you want to do something, then just go out there and do it. And I think it's really good for your mental health when we try new things, when we try and do something sometimes just out of the ordinary. Um, so I invited, well, I invited him into the studio, but unfortunately he can't come in. I invited Iman Chowdhury, who is one of the winners of the second series of Race Across the World. So he's going to be joining me over the phone very shortly. How are you guys doing this morning? If you've got any questions or any stories to tell me, a message into the studio is 07444202155. And I'm going to be back very shortly and I'll be joined by Iman Chowdhury. If you're just tuning in now, you're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna, and this morning I'm joined, hopefully, over the phone now by Iman Chowdhury, who was one of the winners of the second series of Race Across the World. Good morning, Slam Alaikum. Are you there? Welcome, Slam Henna. Are you okay? Yes, I'm well, thank you. How are you this morning? Very well, very well. Enjoying the sunshine today for a change. I know that. Well, this well, there was a blue sky this morning, which kind of surprised me. Um, but it does yeah. make you feel better, I think, when when the weather's a little bit better. You kind of feel your mood lifts a little bit. So I hope that it stays like this. Um, so thank you for joining me this morning. Um, I, as no I explained to our listeners, unfortunately, the plan was to get you into the studio so you could spend the whole of the couple of hours with me um, and yeah. have a chat about your journey. But we can't do that just now because of COVID-19 restrictions. But hopefully we can have a bit of a chat now and maybe you can come into the studio when things are all kind of settled down a little bit. Um so, for people that don't know who you are or don't know about the program, yeah. um, so you were on a fantastic program called Race Across the World, and actually the first series won a BAFTA, which is just amazing. Um, yeah. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we will tell the listeners a little bit about the show, and yeah. then I can ask you some questions about it. And I and I'll I'll explain to you um, why why I ask other people rather than medical people to come onto my show as well shortly. So, Iman, tell me yeah. just a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, my name is Iman Chaudhry. Um, I was born and brought up in Manchester. I live in Bradford now, and uh, yeah, I took part in the uh, BBC's Race Across the World with my nephew. Um, obviously, I moved to Bradford because of uh, like a, fo- a family feud and issues. So I sort of lost contact with uh, my family, and uh, it was an amazing way to spend two months with my nephew. And uh, I really got to know him and, and the family, um, you know, the family uh, issues and everything that I missed out on over mm-hmm. ten years that I was away from my family. So it was nice to get back into the fold. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll we'll delve into that uh, relationship with your nephew um, shortly. Um, for people that haven't seen the series, 
So um, Race Across the World is basically you you get told to go somewhere. Um, you, you, they take your phones off you, don't they? You don't have any contact That's with right. the outside world. That's right. Um, yeah. You get given the price of uh, a plane ticket um, and then you've got to get to a destination with that money but without getting on a plane. Is basically that's right. Um, when did you find out? Where? When did you actually find out what your final destination would be? Um, was it the day um, that you went to? Um, the, the the day one was it? Yeah. So um, day one, we we started off in Mexico City, and that's when we find out our endpoint was Ushuaia, which is right at the bottom of the world. And I've never heard of Ushuaia before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were busy looking on the map to find out where it was. Tell people where um, it is don't... that don't know where it is. Yeah, so it's right at the bottom of Argentina. It's the last town of the world, uh, the most southerly uh, point of the world that you can go to uh, in, 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 in terms of town. Uh, when I first seen Ushuaia, I, I don't know why, but I thought it might be like China somewhere on the other side of the world. And I just I couldn't imagine BBC taking you all the way through South America because you, you hear about how, how difficult it is and how uh, uh, dangerous South America is. I just never, never in, my, in a million years would have thought they'll take us all the way through it, but it was amazing. It was such a eye-opening journey. Yeah, I can imagine. I can only imagine what it was like for you. And so, um, one of the reasons that I ask other people to come onto this show rather than because this is primarily mm. like a health show, but I also yeah. think that when when you push the boat out. Um, when you try new things, I, I really think that it's good for your mental health um, and your well-being if you sometimes just push yourself out of that comfort zone. And I don't think there's anything much more extreme than what, what yeah. you what you did. Um, tell us about some of the places that you visited on your journey. Uh, yeah, so we went through 18 countries, um, some being Brazil, Colombia, Peru, obviously Mexico, um it was it, it was a it was a real eye opener you know listening to people uh, listening to the, uh, uh, talking to people on the bus journeys uh, to learning about our cultures different foods um it was it was mainly on the on the actual bus journeys where we got to meet locals and we got to talking to them uh, because we were on like some really long journeys bus journeys like and talking like 30 plus hours sat in one place yeah. And you get talking to a lot of different people and um, and understanding their identity and their cultural values. Um, I just found that really heartwarming, and you know, it, it gave my my whole mindset a different spectrum. Um, you know, I, I came away from the trip uh, as a as a better human being. Uh, I felt that anyway. I mean, any any experience that can make you feel like that is just fantastic. Um, do you have any favourite place that you visited, or is it too difficult to to make that kind of um, yeah. decision? Yeah, it's there's so many, and uh, to be honest, like all the interviews I've done, my my destination actually changes every time. And now that it's, now that it's been like over a year that I've been there, um, I think my best destination has got to be Ushuaia. Um, it's just because because we were talking about it for two months constantly, and obviously I've never been there before in my whole life. And you know, talking about talking about, and I'm finally getting to the destination, and actually seeing the snow-capped mountains when you're on that mountain top, uh, looking around, it's just Beautiful. amazing, and um, it's a sense of uh, achievement and relief of everything that we went through. And did you watch yourself? Did you watch the series back? 
Yeah, so um, the first, the, the second series got aired during the first lockdown. Yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, it was just me and my wife watching the, the series back. You know, ideally, I would have liked to watch it with all my friends and family, and that's yeah. what we uh, thought that we could have done. But because of COVID, we just watched it with me and my wife. Obviously, I knew what happened at the end, but I've never seen the, the final edited uh, edition of it. And uh, even the, the last uh, the last leg, the, the final, it's just an epic final uh, to finish with. Yeah, fantastic. If anybody hasn't seen it, um, you you didn't win by by a much, uh, did you? It was like no. very, a very narrow margin. It was incredible. After 54 days of racing, it just nestled down to a 22nd foot race between us and, uh, and the second uh, contestant and... Uh, it was as gripping as it looked on TV. Um, you know, our heart was pounding, and it's just climbing up that mountain was a struggle. Um, and everything that was that happened, like the up to that day, it was just incredible. It's just a real nice end to the whole journey. Iman, what was it like being away from your friends and family? Well, not only being yeah. away from them, um, but mm. not being able to talk to them. What was that like? Um, as you mentioned before, we we gave a, we handed our phones in to right at the start of the race, and that was it. No phone for two and a half months, and I found that, I found that liberating to be quite honest with you. Yeah, not having your phone for that long, mm. um, because you get to you know look up, you get to talk to people, you get to do things that you normally wouldn't have done. If I had my phone on them course journeys, I just would have you know gone on the internet, gone on, gone on my Instagram on stuff like that. And because I didn't have my phone, I, I got talking to people and. And it's sort of, sort of like you know, back to basics almost of the way travel should be, and I, I just found it so liberating. And it was hard, you know, especially not talking to my wife for for two months because I've never been apart from her for, for more than a weekend. Uh, so it was tough, but uh, because I had my nephew with me, yeah. uh, he, he was like the comforting uh, uh, person for me. So you know, I, I learned so much about him, and and I learned so much about myself as well. Um, so it's, it's amazing just to take yourself out of that bubble every so often. And even now, I've come back, I, I still do that now. You know, in the weekends, I tend to leave my phone, like, uh, in my bedroom, and that's it. I don't actually, you know, look at my phone for a whole weekend. Uh, I still do that now. I just, I still find that liberating. Um, and you know, I'll urge people to do it, to, to even try it. Just leave your phone for one day. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just see what an amazing world there is outside. No, I totally agree with you there. I think we're living in a generation now um, where it's... I joke with some of my friends and say that it's, is it, it's literally like attached to your hand, your yeah. phone. Um, so I totally agree with it. What was it like for her to have you away and not be able to contact yeah. you? Has she ever talked to you about that? Yeah, she struggled. Uh, she really struggled. Um, fortunately, because uh, where we live, we've got a lot of friends and family around us. Um, but, you know... Being with her for like you know twelve years constantly, um, like yeah. I said, just a weekend apart, it was it was tough for her. But I think like you know you rely on your friends and family for support at them kind of times. Uh, so you know that was comforting. Yeah, of course you do. Um, I I can't really imagine. I can't imagine uh, because I'm married as well, so I can't imagine being away for that long yeah. but not being able to talk. Um, that that must be. And not really a test of your relationship because you know when you when you're a married couple, happy, happily married couple, which it looks, I can tell that you are just from yeah. looking at your pictures. Um, but just not being able to have that connection, that must be quite difficult when you're used to being with somebody 
um, for that long. I, I can totally yes. totally see that. Um, to- tell me a little bit about your how your relationship with your nephew grew because that's lovely that you that you went yeah. with a family member. Um, what was that yeah. like for you? Um, at, at the start, to be quite honest with you, it was daunting uh, because I'd never spent more than a day with him, and I thought. You know, right at the start, I thought, I'm going to spend the next two months with him. He's the only person that I can really talk to. Um, no, we, we had a, like our TV crew around us, but uh, they didn't really interact with us that much. So it was just literally me and my nephew. And, um, you know, since I left my family like 12 years ago, you know, so much has happened. He's he's become a man and, you know, I've changed as a person. And it, it was it was great just listening to all the stories and everything that he's been through. And it you know, drew me closer to him, not just to him, but the whole of my family. And um, since I've been back, you know, and that's what I've done really. I've got, I've got to, I've got to know my family a bit more, and um, like my brothers, my sisters, my mum and dad, and everybody. Mm. Uh, so I got really, really close since the the show. Um, and are you happy to talk a little bit about that reconnection yeah. with your family? Um, yeah. How is it? How has that been like for you? How different is life now than it was a few years ago? Um, well, life is different. It's somewhat a lot, quite quite a lot different, to be honest with you. Um, when I left my family, uh, you know, twelve years ago to move to Bradford, um, I, I did it out of choice. Out, it was com- completely down to myself. And and I'm sure you even like many of your listeners will, will know what I'm going through. Where you know I had a choice in life where my mom and dad didn't appreciate it. My mom and dad were uh, of the generation where uh, they came to UK in the 70s, and obviously we were the first gener- generation in the UK. So we had a different mindset um, and had different ideas and different you know um, achievements to, to do. Um, so you know. When I first moved to Bradford, it, it was hard, but I sort of got got used to it. You know that phrase "out of sight, out of mind" is so mm-hmm. true. Uh, when I came to Bradford, I didn't know anybody in Bradford, and then um, when I started to get to after the show, when I went back to Manchester to be my, with my family and stuff like that, I just felt you know I was almost a big hole missing in, mm-hmm. in part of my life, and I started to fill that up a bit more, and I, I feel more whole as a person because that part of my life was missing yeah i think um connections with people even if they're not part of your life you can't lose that um that's that's how i from yeah. not not from a medical point of view but from a personal point of view i think yeah. that when you have that connection with certain people wherever you are in this world you can't lose that so and some people when you are around them it does feel like home um, I I kind, I kind of feel like that. Um, even on the tri- even on the trip, like I like a lot of people ask me, what was your the greatest thing about the trip? And the greatest thing about the whole trip was the people that we met. Without the people that we met, we never would have made it to the end. We never would have won the show. Definitely. Uh, so it was just solely down to the people and the uh, the goodness of humanity. You know, there were so many kind people out there that helped us that didn't need to do anything uh, for us. But they did it uh, just to help us, and you know, I found that amazing as well. And you know, I've kept contact with a lot of the, them, them, them people that I met on the, on the trip. Yeah, talking about that, um, you, you actually, an experience that you had 
Major yeah. want to s- set up and do some charity work. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? What made you What made you say I can't just leave the situation how it yeah. is? Uh, what What went through your mind um, through through some of those experiences? Mm. Um, so yeah, we we witnessed a lot of poverty throughout the whole of South America, but it was in particular in Sao Paulo where I think it was episode eight where we came across these street children that were sleeping rough. And it's that, it's that phrase when, when people say you've got to see it yourself to believe it, to experience it. You, you can see it on the TV and, yeah, you can, like, donate money and stuff. But when you actually see it yourself, uh, the hardship that they're going through is, is something else. And it, it, when I was there, you know, I gave them what I, wherever I could. And I, and I said to him, listen, I promise you this, I will be back um, to help you guys. And, you know, fortunately, we won the show and then after, straight after the show, me and my nephew, you know, we, I remember we both looked at each other and said, you know, the money, you know, is it should go to us, uh, what, what the experience that we had, the people that we met, you know, they could do so much with the money uh, than than me and him can. You know, obviously, you know, we were to, if if we took the money, yeah, we probably bought a car or you know, gone on a holiday, but you know, twenty thousand pounds to go to helping charity, to helping the kids um, of Brazil is goes such a long way, and it's unreal how, how much it's done for them. I just think it's fantastic and I think that I think you're right I think for some people um you we can get a very guarded view of life sometimes and I think we don't realize some, what's actually happening in the world and when yeah. you do see it yourself it, it is all it is all a bit more real but um what I really love about your story is that some people can just see things and look the other way but I I could yeah. clearly see that you didn't do that and um, yeah. I, I've I've been able to see on your social media yeah. that actually um, you you got a couple of messages from a, a couple of the children that you've helped yeah. out, which is just wonderful as well. Um, I mean that must make you feel like just I'm not going to say good about yourself because that's not the reason that you do it, but it just no. you just feel like a, an appreciation, I guess, for being able to do something for someone. Um, yeah, I think that's a really lovely thing. Can you go back to even thinking about applying for this show? Because a lot of people would probably yeah. see an advert for something like that and think, "No way." Yeah. Um, what even made you apply for it in the first place? Um, so my my nephew actually applied for it, and uh, I remember him telling me, "Oh, I applied for this show." But it's one of the things you just apply for it, and you just think nothing of it. And when we first got the phone call, even I was uh, a bit. You know, struck by it. Um, it's like me and him. We were just two normal guys that just got lucky with the application, and we we, we went down to London for interviews, and they liked they liked us, and they liked both our backstories. So, and we went we went from there. But you know, it's it's, it's that phrase. You know, you got to be in it to actually win it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You got you got to put yourself forward. You know what I mean, if, 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 you know, you can see these adverts uh, on online. You know, apply for this, apply for that. But if you don't, if you don't apply for it, then you'll never get there, or you, you'll never get to know what what might have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you know, the application was uh, was unreal when we found out when we were going on the, when we were going on the show. If you're just tuning in now, listeners, you're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. I'm here every Sunday morning. And this morning, I'm chatting to Iman Chowdhury, who was one of the winners of the second series of Race Across the World, which was a show um, that took contestants across the world um, 
took their phones off them, gave them some money and made them go from one destination to another without using any air transport. And I'm just talking to Iman a bit about his experiences. If you uh, can't listen to all of the show uh, or you've just tuned in now and you'd like to listen to the rest of it, the shows will be available as a podcast later um, on Spotify, iTunes, on the Radio Sangam app on, and on the Radio Sangam website as well. Um, Iman, um, yeah. one thing uh, that I, I know uh, about you, personal mm. experience that you've had quite recently um, is about your father, uh, the loss of yeah. your father. Um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about that um, with you, if that's okay with you. Yeah, um, no problem. Yeah. Um, I think uh, losing a parent is probably one of the worst things I think that you can go through in life um, and I think it's a life-changing thing how how have you been since then how are you feeling it's quite new for you I think and the reason yeah. that I'm asking you is because I feel that loss and bereavement is something that we don't really talk about that much um, within the community I think there's a lot of emphasis and support um at that time and then afterwards it's something that people are can be left to just deal with how are you doing yeah. um and how are you feeling and how have you been coping and managing with that um, um to be fair uh, you know when my, my my father passed away in, in december um and it was it, it wasn't a shock because he was quite old anyway but you know having my friends and family around me was key uh, I think we helped each other out um, get get through the whole the whole process. Um, you know, losing my dad was was huge for us because he was he was the main main pillar in, in our family that really kept us all together. And um, even after he passed away, you know, his he, he wanted his his body to be taken back to Bangladesh and to be buried in in our family orphanage, which was something that I wanted to do and, and uh, do for him. Yeah. And we we did that uh, in December, but you can imagine taking a body back home is really difficult, especially in this in, in today's climate. Um, so, you know, because uh, I I I actually went with my dad uh, uh, back home. Uh, it was just me and me and uh, and the, the, the dead body. And then um, when I was in Bangladesh, everything was it was it was, it was just crazy. Because uh, obviously we had the funeral and everything, and then I, came, then I came back. It only really hit me after I came back that I'd you know, obviously never see him again. Yeah. Um, you know, at first, you know, you, you start you start thinking about things that he said to you, and you know, you, you go through your phone with the old pictures and videos uh, of him. Uh, you sort of remember him, and he'll always be in our uh, But you know, my, my all my friends and family were were crucial to that time. Uh, of helping me get getting through it. Even now, you know, it, it's still like a hole that will never be filled. But you know, um, still one quite of the fresh. It's, it's still, still quite yeah. new as well. Um, the experience is still quite new for you as well. Um, I think you'll yeah. you'll keep you'll keep going back to that. And I think in general, um, I, I think it's important for when you do have those bad days. Um, I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to anyone. Yeah. Um, it's really important to not keep that inside and talk about it. And I think we, yeah. we we grow up in this society, especially with men, 
where there's yeah. a lot of I just need to cope with this and mm. I can't talk about my feelings but um, I really mm. I really I really try and um push uh, push through that those barriers and trying to uh, tell people look if you are struggling if you are yeah. feeling down then um I really think that you you should be able to talk about it which is why I asked you about it this morning and I would have yeah. been okay if you said I don't want to talk about it um yeah. yeah I completely agree with you by by talking and it's it's, it's since I, uh, since it happened, I've, I've been talking to my brother a lot more about about it, and that sort of brought us a bit closer because I wasn't really close to my brother, and you know, talking about it just it's, it's just massive relief. But it's, it's like you said, you just like building it up, building it up inside of yourself, and it's just it's just so easy and so it's just a massive relief just talking about it and talking about your feelings to someone. I know it sounds a bit you know. Like, girl if you like it about you know guys talking about no but this is the thing yeah but this is the thing iman this is this is exactly the thing within especially within the asian community these are exactly the words that you hear and that stops people from being able to do that um you know it's not like a manly thing to talk about your feelings and but but when you've been through such a life-changing thing i think this is exactly the time that you should be talking about things um iman um what what do you think you've learnt about yourself through this whole experience of um, the the journey that you went on with the TV yeah. show? Uh, could you say that you have learnt something about yourself? Yeah, um, I've learnt quite a lot, but the main thing that sticks out to me is I, I appreciate the smaller things in life, um, the things that we all take for granted. You know, number one, family. And number two, you know, food and water. We were so fortunate to be living in the UK and to have everything that that we need. And there's so many, like, you know, millions of people out there in the world that don't have that. And, you know, especially with the kids when I seen them in, in Brazil, I just thought to, to myself, what have they done to deserve that? And what have I done to deserve where I am? I've done nothing. It's just potluck. Uh, so it's, it's made me appreciate that, that, you know, Everything that I have in my life, I'm just so fortunate for, and you know, and how unfortunate the other people are in the rest of the world. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I think um, sometimes when you have all the things that you need, um, you don't realize that there are people in the world that yeah. don't have any of that. And I think it's a very, it's a very, it's it's a sobering lesson to learn in life i think um definitely iman um uh, we're gonna get to the end of this kind of session with you now but are you happy to come back um well uh, uh, obviously over the phone in the second half of the show to answer some questions because i've uh, I've got a couple of questions that have come in on our messages um just questions that people would like to ask you um so i thought it'd be nice to just get my chat with you over uh, now yeah. and then no we can problem. answer some questions a bit later. So um, for now, Iman, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Yeah. Um, and the time went really, really qu- quickly. I mean, I, I have only a couple. So, so been half yeah. Um, but I'll get you back shortly uh, within the second yeah. half of the show just to answer some questions. So Lovely. I will, I will, I will be chatting with you then. Thank you so much, Iman. No problem, Thank All you. Right. Bye. Bye.
that was the brilliant Iman Chowdhury that joined me this morning. Guys, if you want to ask any questions, I've had a couple of questions that have come in. I'll get him back in the second half of the show. It's 07444 I hope that you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. It's interesting when you hear things um, just about different people's experiences, isn't it? This is Lewis Capaldi, a song called Before You Go, I Will Be Back With You After This. Moment, I start a replace Cause now that the corner lock you were the words that I needed to say When you hurt under the surface Like troubled water running cold Well time can heal but this won't So
listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. Talking about journey of self-discovery this morning, um, the reason that I really love talking to people with different life experiences is because it's so interesting to learn about their journeys in life and lessons that people learn. And I thought it would be nice for you listeners as well to sometimes have different types of topics within my show and not, not just the kind of proper health stuff every week we have had a couple of questions in for Iman which I will be able to ask him in the second half of the show Uh, and the other thing that I wanted to say as well which we touched on a little bit is um, there are a lot of people that are coping with loss at the moment we know i'm sure that probably most people um will know somebody unfortunately that has passed away within the last year uh i i don't have the answers to make people feel better i don't think that it's easy to do that but what i can say is when you talk about your feelings when you talk to other people it almost feels like you can share your sorrow and that can only be a good thing so I would definitely say that if you are feeling like that then I would strongly encourage you to just chat to someone it's really hard at the moment with the COVID-19 restrictions but pick up the phone or do a video call or even send a text message on the days that you're struggling and Iman touched on something that I really I mean, I've talked about it before within our community that I I think that men especially don't talk about their mental health. And he said something himself within that conversation where he said that, oh, it might be seen as a bit girly to do that. And I I think that that is genuinely not the right way um, for people to be feeling. So if you're listening and you're a man and you're going through times you are going to feel things and hurt exactly the same way as anybody else would so why would it not be okay for men to talk about their feelings as well and I really do feel strongly about that not not only as a South Asian as a doctor as well um I see I speak to a lot of men within my clinics and they say I don't want to tell my family that I'm suffering with my low mood etc but you know these things need to change within our communities we need to be open um to let people talk about all of their all of their um sorrows um kehte hain na jab hum baat karte hain you know with other people kuli dil se it really helps you to feel better and um i guess i guess for me um if somebody's listening now and they are feeling like that and even my few words today might encourage you to speak to somebody then you know i feel like i'm making a little bit of a, a difference in this world and that's all we want to do as doctors here in the, uh, working here so um i'm gonna play another song now this is from uh, one of my favorite artists and this is Aljit singh and this is a song called zalima so i'm gonna play that and then we've got news and ads and then i will be back with you uh, between 11 and 12 as well um for a little bit more of a chat about life journeys and so iman can answer a couple of questions as well feel free to message me during that time on 
0844 Thank you very much for joining me on this nice morning. जो तेरी खातिर तड़पे पहले से ही क्या उसे तड़पाना ओ जालिमा ओ जालिमा जो तेरे इश्क में बहका पहले से ही क्या उसे बहकाना ओ जालिमा ओ जालिमा जो तेरी खातिर तड़पे पहले से ही क्या उसे तड़पाना ओ जालिमा ओ जालिमा जो तेरे इश्क में बहका पहले से ही क्या उसे बहकाना ओ जालिमा ओ जालिमा आके मरहबा बाते मरहबा मैं सामर्तबा दीवाना हुआ मेरा ना रहा जब से दिल मेरा तेरे हुस्न का निशाना हुआ जिसकी हर धड़कन तू हो ऐसे दिल को क्या धड़काना ओ जालिमा ओ जालिमा जो तेरी खातिर तड़पे पहले से ही क्या उसे तड़पाना ओ जालिमा ओ जालिमा
Everyone staying. Good morning, you're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. for joining me this morning if you were with me in the first hour of the show you will have heard me chatting to Iman Chowdhury who is the one of the winners of the second series of A Race Across the World and we were talking about the journey of well journeys in life um, and journeys of discovery so he was telling me about his experiences what he's learned about himself but what I'm asking you guys is what things have you done in life that have made you learn something about yourself can you think of something it doesn't have to be a journey that you've taken it could be a journey of self-discovery in a different way it could be somewhere that you've been, a conversation that you've had, just something that's made you learn something about yourself. And the reason that I'm saying it is because when we try new things, when we set off on a purpose of a journey or learning something or teaching ourselves something, actually it's really good for your mental health. And that's why I'm talking about it and that's why I thought it was re- would be really interesting to talk to somebody that actually went on a journey of self-discovery this morning so if you missed it I was talking to Iman Chowdhury who is one of the winners of the second series of Race Across the World we had a really interesting chat about some of his experiences if you missed it and you'd like to listen back to it the shows are that I do are available to listen back to on the Radio Sangam um, website, on on the app, uh, also on Spotify and iTunes as well. What we're talking about this morning is journeys of self-discovery. And that could be anything. What does it mean to you? Message me 07444202155. What do you think that means to you, self-discovery? What does it mean to you? For me, um, I think my biggest journey of self-discovery is actually in my career although I don't really talk about my work and my job that much really but for me um, being in this profession as a doctor I feel that I get to see I have an insight into the lives of a lot of people and that can be a very humbling experience because sometimes I feel like oh I'm having a really bad day And I can be just like feeling a bit grumpy and then I can talk to somebody who's going through something really huge. Um, And I think, you know what, my day is not actually that bad and I'm okay. Um, So that can be a really humbling experience. And I think for me, that kind of self-discovery journey is learning from other people. Um, I think what once you realise in life the number of things that you can learn from other people, I think for me that was like my journey of self-discovery. 
So um, I'm going to play something for you now. This is B-Prak, one of my favourite artists. And this is a song called Manberia. And I will be back with you after this. And Iman's going to join me a bit later on to answer some questions. This is Dr. Henna on Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. Stay tuned. I'm 
ਸੰਗਮ ਵਿੱਚ ਅੱਲਾ ਐਸਾ ਖੇਲ ਰਚਾ ਕੇ ਭੇਜੇ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਬਣਾ ਕੇ ਭੇਜੇ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਮੈਂ ਬਣਾ ਕੇ ਭੇਜੇ Sangha 107.9 FM this is Dr Hannah how is everybody today um that was B Prak Manbariato today we are talking about journeys of self discovery that could be that could mean anything but um i thought it'd be nice to speak to somebody that went on an actual journey so we were talking to Iman Chaudhry um who is one of the winners of the second series of race across the world if you haven't seen it i would recommend that you watch it it's a fantastic show and i think yeah one of the best things that i've seen in the last couple of years definitely um it's interesting it teaches you a lot about life i think um to see other people's journeys and just fantastic watching all the places that people visit during that during that time um i found it really interesting i think you'd find it interesting as well but i'm also asking you this morning to think about um things that you've learned yourself um uh, maybe not from places that you've been to but what about just thinking about journeys of life through certain experiences and when i was talking to iman we talked about um losing a parent or even losing a loved one and what what journey does that take you on um it can be one of the worst times in some people's lives to go through something like that and i think no one can go through something um quite like that without uh, learning something about themselves no matter what religion you are if you believe uh, in an afterlife if you believe in jannah if you think uh reincarnation whatever it is um that physical presence of a loved one not being in your life anymore can have profound effects on you know lots of different people um i'll be back very shortly uh joined back again with emon so he can answer some questions with me Hello, Iman. Are you back with me? Hi, I'm here. 
Hi. Um, thank you very much for coming back and joining me this morning. I thought because I basically uh, when I started the show, I said if anybody's got any questions, and then I thought it'd be nice um, if people did have questions, yeah. that you could come back and answer them. So we've got a question in from um, somebody that hasn't put their name on the end, but it just says um, what what are, what are you up to nowadays? Like, what are your plans now? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've got a couple of things uh, that I'm doing. I'm still doing a lot of my my charity stuff, uh, raising that awareness uh, for the the charity in Brazil and also uh, our orphanage in Bangladesh. Uh, but I'm I've been invited to do the London Marathon in October, oh, wow. so I'm uh, busy busy training for that at the moment. So uh, so uh, I'm, I can't run at all. Literally, I cannot run. I've never run more than a mile in my life so, so is this something challenging itself. yeah is this something that's a brand new for you then like doing the running and everything yeah. well how are you getting yourself yeah, prepared for that well um i keep putting myself back because i'll start next week i'll start next week i might i'm actually starting today to start my first the 5k run so yeah um you know touch what it goes well but you know it was a, it was a challenge challenge that someone challenged me and uh, i'm not one to uh, shy away from a challenge so i thought you know what let's do it um, I, I, you know, if you've never run before, um, and this is for our listeners, yeah. but if you've never run before, the couch to 5k is a really good, um, starting block because it basically, it's, it, it, it builds you up. Um, I mean, it's, it doesn't get yeah. you anywhere near running a marathon, but it builds you up from, <laughs> from the couch basically to be able to do 5k and it just gives you like a plan and it's, that's on the NHS website and you can download oh, those. Right? Yeah, you can download those podcasts for free. Um, but it's a good, mm. it's a good exercise program. If you've never ever done anything before, it's called couch to 5k. I know a lot of people that have done that, um, that have then yeah. ended up being able to, once they get to the 5k, they can build it up from there but it's a really hard thing to do and well done on you for doing that and actually um getting getting up and getting out into the outdoors and uh physical yeah. activity is just does it's fantastic for you for your mental health as well um but uh, to, to go from not being having done anything to like london marathon that's amazing <laughs> I don't know. yeah no, it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a challenge and a half so well i've got about you. i think seven months to prepare so i've got a bit of time Ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think it's a challenge. Um, yeah. If you can do, if you can do a program like Race Across the World, then I'm sure yeah. you could get ready for that. Um, somebody wants to know uh, again, guys. If you're messaging me in, um, if you put your name on the end of the messages, then I'll know who it is to be able to respond to that. But anyway, we had a question that said, if you could go back to any of the places that you went to, um, which one yeah. would it be and why? Um, I think for me it would be Peru. Um, it's just it's one of them countries you don't really hear much about, and you know when you say Peru, the only thing that you think about is Machu Picchu and the Inca Trail. But when we were in Peru, it, we found so many incredible places and uh, people. Uh, we just found it amazing, and I'd just love to go back to there because there's so much of Peru to explore. Um, you got like a place called Cusco, which is uh, high up in the in, in the mountains. That, that's where we did the Rainbow Mountain. Where we checked to the Rainbow, Rainbow Mountain. That that was something that we sort of stumbled stumbled across on route that we heard about Rainbow, Rainbow Mountain because I've never heard of it. No. Uh, and uh, it was incredible to go up, up that mountain. It's, you know, to see all the colours and uh, of the mountain. It was, it was just it was breathtaking. It's Peru for me, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, when you were when you were there, um, because because of the experience you were having, do you think did you get to take in? Did you get to take in everything? Um, do you feel, or because you were on this show and on this journey with this yeah. like endpoint, do you feel like you could enjoy the places that you went to? Um, I think we made most of what we had in the time that we were given. In I think on average, but we spent about two to three days in each country, which is not enough, especially like, for example, Brazil, the fifth biggest country in the world, to spend two to three days in there, it's just, you know, it's law-breaking, you know what I mean? There's so much to see, and we missed a lot of it out. Uh, you know, I would have loved to go to see, uh, gone to Rio de, Rio de Janeiro, but unfortunately I wasn't able to do that. I would have loved to go to, go to the Amazon rainforest, you know, I didn't get to do that. So there's so much that I, that I want to go back and see. Um, especially even in the in Mexico, you know, I would love to come see the Chichen Itza. And in Mexico, there's there's so many hot spots to see. And I think we spent two days, no, a day and a half in Mexico. And um, yeah, this, yeah, I, I really regret not seeing a lot of stuff um, when we when, on on the travel. So yeah, definitely when I go back, I'm definitely gonna go to them places. And is that something that you are doing? Then is actually making plans to go back to some of these places. Yeah, so we we actually made plans to go back to Brazil uh, straight after the the show had finished uh, to give the money out to the charity that we would be speaking to. But because of COVID, that got put back till August. And then uh, I think you probably remember Brazil were really bad with COVID as well. So the charity said to us, there's no point coming now. You know, and yeah. we've been waiting to go back, back over, me and my nephew. Uh, What's to, the name to of go your charity? Help yeah, so it's called uh, Sao Martino. And they're based in in uh, Sao Paulo in Brazil. Uh, the link's on my Instagram page. What's your uh, Instagram so page? The, the, just yeah, tell everyone Instagram where they can find you on online. Yeah. Yeah. So my Instagram is Emon E M O N Chowdhury. If you just type in Emon, I, I tend to come straight up. And my Twitter is Emon dot Chowdhury. Um, so I'm I'm constantly posting stuff about the the charity and the, when they send me pictures and videos. I, I constantly po- uh, post on Instagram uh, with everything and also my London Marathon training and how I'm going to get into it and it's all going to be posted on there. So, yeah, to follow me, my my road uh, followers on our Instagram. Um, uh, I would like to know um, what are you most looking forward to after we're out of this lockdown? Uh, most I'm looking forward to it is getting uh, getting out of the country uh, to go travelling again. You know, I'm, I've always been a keen traveller, even before race across the world. I've, I've vis- visited a lot of countries my, in my time. So yeah, I just love to get out there again. I, I, I really want to go back to Brazil. Um, number one, to go back to the charity and to see how the the, the money is being spent because I I do a lot of FaceTime with the kids and you know they ask me loads of questions and I have a, look, a good relationship with them all uh, so it would be lovely to go and go there and, and to spend time with the kids over there so yeah I'll, yeah travel is my main thing and just need to get out of the uk um someone called sarah messaged in and said is there anything that you regret about your journey um there is quite quite a few things i regret the, the main thing i regret is not spending time in more time in some of the places that we went through um I think in in Colombia we we actually no sorry it's Costa Rica we we actually drove all the way through in a day we didn't even stop to to look at Costa Rica at all and that was one of my main regrets 
uh, because we were quite it was quite early on in the race so um, you know we were trying trying to make time over so we decided just to drive all the way through I think it, uh, it took us about 18 hours straight all the way through and you know after we'd done it I just looked at Costa Rica and I'm thinking you know what Costa Rica is just you know they got a rainforest there that's maybe amazing that I knew about and uh, I'm just gutted I didn't see any of Costa Rica so yeah it's, it's the missing out on certain parts of each country that I regret it's my main regret what would you say to um, our listeners uh, if if somebody sat at home just kind of thinking about trying trying that new thing and they're a bit apprehensive because um, we never know how things will turn out. Um, yeah. Because you've done obviously you've done like a lot of things within the last couple of years that you may or may not yeah. ever thought you'd do. What would you say to people that are in that position just now listening at home? I'd, I'd say get out there. Yeah. There's only one, one way to find out. You know, to actually get out there yourself and do it. I'd say to do a lot of research into where you want to go um, and learn about the culture and the food. Um, because, you know, no matter what destination you go to, it's, they're all different. It's a different way of life. Uh, so, yeah, my main advice would be, you know, get out there and stop thinking and get out there, really. Yeah, I um I'd agree with that. I think sometimes it's not sometimes it's not easy to do that because there's a lot of yeah. nervousness when you about to start something new. I certainly felt like that. Um I could give you an example from last year when I started this radio show like cuz I'd not done yeah. radio work before. And um there's a there's a lot of um what would other people think and what would other people say when before we oh, embark yeah. on certain journeys and I think Sometimes when you stop um, or try to stop just worrying about that and just focus on yourself, yeah. that can that can lead to um, a lot of kind of things learned in life. Um, we had, a, uh, uh, I'm just letting you know that we had uh, messages in from people just saying um, it, it's been interesting, um, I'm just scrolling, uh, been interesting listening to um, Iman talking and what an experience Um and um, just a couple of people that have said that uh, it sounds fantastic, sounds wonderful. Um, do 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 somebody's asked? Do you know if there's another series? Um, I think there is a, a third series, isn't there? Bob? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so they the commissioned another two series, but yeah. I think the third series has been postponed because of uh, COVID. Yeah. So it is still going to happen, but I'm not sure when. I actually know, um, I think you know this already, I actually know one of the girls that was in the first series. Well, I know two of the girls that were in the first series, um, Shaman, uh, Natasha, and I chat to them sometimes. And just talking to them about their experiences has been fantastic as well. Um, It's just, I I think... um, I think in general in life we have so much that we can learn from just talking to other people and sometimes I mean I'm guilty of it myself as well we get very wrapped up in our own world and I'm not saying that I'm perfect because I do that myself as well but sometimes when you just talk to other people about their experiences in life you can almost always like learn something from from them yeah, i think definitely. um Iman, we've got a couple of minutes is there anything yeah. that you would like to say to your listeners or even just a hello if you want to say anything to anyone yeah. but is there anything um, um, to end with what you'd like to say to our listeners 
Yeah, um, I think I think it's touch upon what you just said about um, I, th- I think it's Shimima. Um, she actually helped me when the when the show first came out. I was, I was like messaging uh, messaging her on uh, Instagram, and she actually helped me a lot oh. uh, because obviously she's been through the whole process, and yeah. I was new to all this uh, media intention and getting all these uh, thousands of followers and the people asking me to do like random things and stuff like that. So you know, it, it was good to have someone uh, that's been through the the whole process itself but um you know i've got to reiterate how important it is uh, in talking to people in sharing your experiences and sharing your feelings with other people it's just a it's a massive burden that's placed on individuals so in, and it helps you individually individually as a person so you know i'd always recommend you know talking to people uh, about any issue doesn't doesn't matter what it is you know no matter anything that's getting you down um anything that's hampering you in your in your life you know, the easiest way to do is to talk. And there's like thousands of people out there, professionals that will help you in different walks of life. Uh, no, no matter what you're going through, uh, uh, you know, I, I, and that's, what, that's how I got through a lot of things in my life by talking. I just found it so relief. It's a massive relief for me. Do you think? Um, do you think? Uh, just going off the point, very slightly but relevant. Do you think as men um, within? The South Asian community. I touched on it a little bit before, but do you, yeah. do you think that there's this stigma with just talking about your feelings, and do you think that actually stops mm. people from being able to chat about things? I think so. I think in the South Asian community is is quite um, quite striped, but I think our next generation, like our generation, uh, we're we're starting to open up more. I think that a generation above us have still got that mindset, but our generation are more we will go out and get the help that we need so i think it's a, it's a changing generation for us all so um you know it is a stigma that is in that in, in our culture just to bo- kind of bottle it up um but like i said it just it just feels so good not to bottle stuff up um so you know i'll urge people to to get everything off their chest really yeah you talking to i totally agree with you iman it's been absolute pleasure this yeah. morning chatting to you um i i feel like your your journey is a really interesting one um i love the fact that you took something more than um just visiting some places uh, and you went beyond that with going back to um wanting to give some some of the money um i I know you didn't do it i know you didn't do it for the recognition but i think there's a lot of people that wouldn't have done something like that and i think um giving to other people uh not only helps the people that you're giving to but i think it makes you enriches you as a person as well i genuinely believe that so i wish you all the best um in all your all your future projects endeavors um i wish you the best with doing the london marathon i'll be i'll be watching yeah, to see how you're getting on with that um once the once the covid restrictions are lifted i would yeah. love for you to come and be a guest in the studio um yeah, so, we no can, so i can we can learn a little bit more about some of your other experiences while you're away um and, yeah. and just talk a little bit more um about these journeys of uh, discovery uh, and um, maybe even a bit about men's mental health because it's something that's just not really, yeah. not really discussed that Definitely. much within our community. 
thank you for joining me um, on no this um, bright Sunday morning. Um, my best wishes to you and your missus as well, um, which I'm sure. Yeah. I should, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play um, I'm gonna play songs that I cho- chose for you because uh, you didn't help me with any of your song choices. So I'll be playing. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a song in a minute and dedicate it to you and your wife. Um, no but, problem. But for now, uh, g- goodbye and uh, the best of luck with everything. And I'm sure that we'll stay in touch. No problem. But thanks, Anna. Take care. Oh, no problem. Bye. Bye now. Bye. You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. I hope that you've enjoyed um, my t- chats with the guest this morning. Uh, what a what a fantastic experience! I can't really imagine what that must have been like um, to be halfway across the world with no phone and no access to getting on an aeroplane and just doing that journey. Can you just imagine how awesome that would be? Once again, I'll just say thank you to Iman um, for joining me this morning. Uh, just a shame with COVID and everything. Um, I haven't talked too much about COVID on this morning's show, um, but I'm going to touch on it briefly before I end my show because I always I have to talk about it a little bit sometimes, don't I? Um, I'm going to play one of my all-time favourite songs, which is by a group called 112. It's a very old, uh, what would you say, R&B song. But it's one of my favourites, and I, I heard it. Um, I heard it somewhere the other day, and I thought, "Oh, I'm really going to play this on my show." I'm going to dedicate this to Iman and his uh, wife. Uh, I will be back with you to finish off and round everything up um, after this. This is called "Only You." Jesus, the notorious just. Please us with your lyrical thesis. We just chillin', milk em, top billin', silkin', pure linen, meetin', little seeds, Malibu sea breeze, dawn peas, palm trees, cats named Pablo, and milked out Diablo. The williest, what? Be the silliest. The more I, the smaller the silly gets. Room 112, where the players dwell, and stash more cash than Bert Fidel. Inhale, make you feel good like Tony, Tony, Tony. Pick up in your window like Moni, yeah. She don't know me, but she's setting up. Yeah. Try to style sliding off with a homie. Yeah. S got got a player. Stays clergyman. Game so tight they call it virgin. Oh, I need to know where we stand. Do we share the
money, I'ma front you. Girl, I wanna flaunt That's you. Right. I'ma always want you when nobody wants uh -huh. you. If I die now, my love will still haunt Come you. On. Mace ain't the one that'll pay for your phone. Mace, the Mace be the one that'll take you home. That's Even right. though I'm not the one that gave you the stones yeah. on your days alone, I can make you moan. Uh. Everybody know I got more bounce than an ounce. Bad boy, get more money than you can count. Why I'm buying things you can't even pronounce. I do it to you, cat, for a large amount. <laughs> and when the beef come, you know where to be found. Why be around till the winner is announced? Then you go, girl, with thousands in your palm. Why you can't let bygones be bygones? Radio Sangha 107.9 FM Thank you for your messages uh, Shamira and Mustafa and Abda As you can see I play a lot of uh, varied songs on my shows uh, because uh, I'm chatting to a lot of different people I like to just play a lot of different songs so you'll get anything from R&B hip-hop a little bit of bangra sometimes we play hindi music english pop anything um i just play songs that i like there's no kind of overall music theme to my show because it's like a talking show so i can just play whatever i like really um this morning we've been talking about journey of self-discovery with iman chowdhury but what i'm asking you guys to think about is what about is there anything in your life that you think yeah i really learned a lot from uh, from this and uh, if you did learn something from it um everybody has a story everybody has a story that they can tell everybody has a lesson that they've learned in life that they can teach something to somebody else and when you're chatting to your friends when you're chatting to your family why don't you ask them about their story you know what is your story because I, I promise you every single person that you speak to they'll have a story you might have never heard them tell you before but it'll always be something interesting and something that you might not have known about them so why don't you ask them you know tell me about a bit about your life a bit about your story sometimes we get very wrapped up in our own lives and we don't ask people about their experiences especially um our elder folk um uh, uh i personally feel that we can learn so much from our elders about their stories i mean even i remember when i was younger 
talking to my own grandparents about their journey for, uh, coming over to England from Pakistan and talking to my own um, family about their experiences growing up in a different country, what it was like moving over here. I mean, these are things that we just don't talk about um, that much, really, because we, we're so focused on um, our own life and uh, moving forward um, within our own kind of realms of what we're doing is we forget how how enriched our culture is, how enriched people's stories are how much we can learn from other people. When's the last time that you asked one of your elders in your family, tell me a story about your childhood or any sp specific journey that you went on? Even thinking back to my own mother, um, they came to uh, England from Pakistan um, in by road. So, you know, and that's something that I didn't really ask her about that much until quite recently. Um, I wrote something about it and I asked her, delved into all those details and it was fascinating and just so interesting uh listening to all the different places that she went to um all the different um experiences that she had but when i'm talking about journeys of discovery i'm not only talking about physical journeys you can discover something about yourself by an experience that you went through as well you know, the experiences that I've had going through my life, the work that I do, I think that's taught me so much about myself as well. Um, I had a message in to play uh, this song, uh, I'm going to play a different version of it. This is a version by someone called Rahul Jain. I hope you enjoy it and I'll be back after this to close my show.
Thank you for joining me this morning, guys. I think it's been a nice show talking to Iman Chowdhury um, all about his his experiences on Race Across the World. I want to say a special shout out to my lovely friend, Daha. Um, I'm really missing my friend, you know. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like a... Well, I, I guess I was a bit of a social butterfly before. It's been really hard, like not seeing friends. Um, good morning to her. I miss you, and I miss all our friends. Um, so as you know, guys, I end each of my shows on a quote from Rumi, who is my favourite poet. Um, so I do this every week, and this week the quote's a little bit longer. I'm going to dedicate it to my friend. Um, Always remember, you are braver than you believe stronger than you seem smarter than you think and twice as beautiful as you'd ever imagined yesterday i was clever so i wanted to change the world today i am wise so i am changing myself and that is my roomy quote for the day for the week should i say it's been an absolute pleasure this morning spending these couple of hours it always goes so so quickly uh thank you for all your messages and for people that are listening and that don't message in that's okay as well because i know i know you're listening to me uh, and i really appreciate you spending that time um i'm getting a phone call now as well and i can't i can't take any phone calls on air um, because I, 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 I get a struggle with um, not being able to give medical advice to people. So if you want to message while I'm, I'm talking, then that's fine. But I, without pre-planning, um, I don't take any phone calls live on air. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I will be back with you next week as every week on a Sunday morning between t- 10 and 12. We do different health topics and different interesting topics every single week. Um, this morning, if you missed the show and you'd like to listen back to it, it, it was all about journeys of self-discovery and um, to talk through that I had a guest with me over the phone, Iman Chowdhury, who was one of the winners of Race Across the World. If you want to listen back, you can listen on the Radio Sangam website, um, on Spotify, on iTunes. Also on the Radio Sangam app has been through an update and there's a a section on there that's that's just my shows. So you can look through all of those as well. Thank you for um, a couple of messages that have just come in now. Thank you, Mustafa. I've got that message. Um, If you're listening next week, I'll try and play your song. 
Until next week, guys, I wish you have a brilliant week. And as always, as every week, I wish you peace and good health. Um, Look after yourselves and look after each other.